0: Welcome to The Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth.
1: Yo, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den. It's Sunday. Hopefully you're staying warm, outside, cool, and and all this other stuff. But you're keeping your distance. All right? You're keeping your distance. This is going to be a great, great, great show. And if you haven't done so already, please, please, please make sure, make sure you have something to write with. And something to write on because this is going to be a dope, dope show. But before we go into it, you know, we have to talk about our sponsors right on, right on. Because if it wasn't for our sponsors, we wouldn't be where we are today. So without further ado, let's talk about upper souls. right on upper souls, upper souls. upper souls is a shoe accompanied by this young man he get those retro kicks out there make sure y'all go and check them out on upper souls on ig okay that's E-R-S-O-L-E-Z. all right upper souls and he really truly truly gets a man make sure you go and follow him like and subscribe and also we have our special guest today but she, she's also a sponsor, Ms. Tracy Brown. If you want to get your credit right and know what it is and just being financially sound, I highly, 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 highly encourage you to give her a call. Number 618-560-3687. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, right, what we do right around this time is introduce the rest of of the den, what's going on, Herm? How you feel, brother? Man, I'm good,
2: man. Trying to see if we gonna stop raining out here, bro.
1: Man, I don't know what's going on. It's it's like it it, it, it plays with your emotions, right? It's, right. it's sunny, and then all of a sudden, boom! Now here's a thunderstorm. What you what you do today?
2: Man, I got tricked today, man. I was driving around and um, looking for something, you know, just bored, and I saw this building that said Tinderbox. <laughs> So hey, I'm thinking, okay, man, I ain't no tender had brick and mortar. I'm about to go in there and see what's going on. Come to find out, it's a cigar shop.
1: You know okay, what? Hey, what? Listen, no, 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 no. So <laughs> what? We I'm not going go? Ahead. I forgot all about that,
2: and <laughs> I can't believe. you. I thought it was. I didn't know. I thought, okay, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to learn something new. But I did not learn something new. I got a cigar and tried that out for the first time. So
1: you know what? I, 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 it, I, Sorry, I even asked what the hell your day was about. Hey, uh, Big Will, what you got going on down there, brother?
3: Man, I'm cooler, man. Herm, you out of line, brother. Uh, hey, w- you, you were definitely on the little short bus, man. Hey, but it's Sunday, brother. This weather is definitely on crack, man. I've been in here working on EPRs and doing a little reading today and doing some little chillaxing. Nothing major, man. Trying to catch up with my man, Larry, overseas doing this thing. But other than that, man, just ready to go. Looking forward to this show.
1: Most definitely. Yeah, shout out to Larry. He always holding it down. And I mean, time difference and all. He gets it in. And last but not least, I want to introduce our special host this week. Hey, this brother been uh, holding it down with me on the uh, UMU page, right? And uh, I was listening to this dude. You know, I'm like, you know what? Let let, let me bring him over to the den and see what he's about. J. Will, how you feeling, brother? Welcome on the den.
0: Dawg,
4: good, good, huh? Good, 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 Seth. Nah, cause I, I kept bugging him. I said, "Man, Seth, I see you doing your thing over there. You know what I'm saying? When when can I get down? I mean, you only got one ball person on the team, so <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to level the playing field out. You know what I'm saying? Team ball. You know, I, I got me a first ball today. <laughs> <Man. laughs> we good, right? We good. Yo, yo, we good, man. I'm glad you right. on, bro. So now, where you where you at, man? shoot i'm out here they got me in the uh in the sticks at uh holly oh, man sorry to get down on y'all i didn't want to bring the mood down Ugh. wait oh, where yeah. that's uh, for, for people hey, that Adel don't Begordo. know out of new mexico new, oh my
1: lord Adel what's out there besides be. you well, I- <laughs> And, and those armadillos, what what's out hey, there?
4: Hey, man. And so so what I'm gonna say is, uh, um, you know, if we want to get started with the show, you know, I don't want to detract people <laughs> right. too much, you know, from from what we got going on. Bring the move, see we bringing the move down. We supposed to keep it up. She about to give us some valuable information. I'm yeah. gonna ask my questions, and you want to start down. bro? You know you're right you know because,
1: because because yeah, that that spot is depressing. But I'm glad you're there sorry, and you're getting it in, man. And welcome to man. the welcome to the den. So, ladies and gentlemen, last but not least. She's extremely, extremely smart when it comes down to credit repair. She's a retired Air Force vet, and she's dedicated her time to help educate individuals and helping you to understand what good credit is. So, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Miss Tracy. There you go. All right. There you go. There you go. How you feeling?
5: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Seth, and the Lions, Dan, for having me on. I know it's been a little while, but I'm glad we were able to connect on today. So yes. i forward to sharing some information with you and uh, your fans.
1: Okay, right on. So, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time tuning in, make sure you share, share, share. It don't hurt anything, right? Someone you know may need this information not just that they may be walking around with a credit score of uh, uh 103 and, and think that is cool you see what i'm saying i don't even know if that's a real number whatever no. <laughs> but you know just make sure you you share this information is it can be extremely extremely beneficial all right so Jay, will i'm gonna give you the honors brother go ahead you ask your first question
4: I'm, I'm, I'm going to just start it off. How how did you get started in this? Cause, cause I know I have my personal opinions. I know that credit is is valuable. I know, you know, we, we all know the basics. Well, we like to think that we know the basics of credit, but, um, for you to take it in that direction, I don't even want to go too far down the line, but how did you get started like helping others as well? And like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yes, how, how did it all come about, you know?
5: Absolutely. Well, let me first uh, start off by just telling a little bit about myself and, like you said, kind of like my, my background and how I got started. Um, so as said, alluded to earlier, I am a 23-year um, Air Force veteran. Um, I retired out of the Scott Air Force Base, actually, back in 2015. Um, stayed in the area. I'm from St. Louis, originally, originally from St. Louis, so uh, got close to home. Um, And when I retired, I really wasn't looking to um, really work full time or um, be any type of leadership position, if you will. I was really wanting to uh, retire and kind of relax for a little bit. I just gone through a divorce. Um, My four children, my four daughters and I um, were living, you know, living together, of course. And I really was just looking to just retire and just relax. Um, but one day um, in 2017, my hairstylist, Shamika Coleman, had introduced me to this opportunity. Um, and I was just like, well, you know, my credit is a little bit bad. I had to file bankruptcy, you know, with the divorce. And I was like, well, I'll just help you out, though. I don't really need the services. You know, I came to the You can't do anything with a bankruptcy after it took seven to 10 years. That's a myth, by the way. Um, so I was like, well, let's give it a shot. So um, I went ahead and got enrolled. And really, literally, the rest is history. Three years later, I'm still here, still impacting lives. And I'm just serving people on a different level now. I served my country for 23 years. Now I've just transitioned to the civilian world, civilian sector. Um, and now I'm serving the Americans um, in financial literacy and the power of credit. So, very rewarding um, position that I'm in right now to be able to assist and help people kind of find their uh, financial freedom, if you will, um, and get
1: them on the road to uh, create generational wealth. Okay, wow, congratulations. And thank you for serving, right? Thank you for serving, right? That's dope, that's dope. All right, Big Will, what you got, brother?
4: is
3: Tracy, how you doing? Wonderful, how are you doing, hey, Will? Hey, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So I'm looking to see what information you can provide to both parents And military supervisors, when they get that young airman that may not have had credit established, and what can parents do where your kids are younger to put them on that right track, getting started off?
5: Very good question. And that's exactly what it's really all about, is kind of breaking some generational curses, if you will. Um, A lot of information wasn't really shared with us when we were younger, kind of growing up. So it's very important for us to break that cycle and change the narrative. So what I like to tell my prospects is instead of us putting like utility bills or cable bills in our children's names and not paying the bills and messing their credit up, let's change it around and put them on the credit cards as an authorized user. That is an awesome way for us to establish credit for our young adults um, to prepare them for adulthood, if you will. Now, I'm not saying give them the card No, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, However, if you have a positive trade line and you're paying your bills on time and you've established that credit history, transferring that same positive trade line to your children is one of the best ways for you to set them up for success and help them establish credit at a young age. So When they do go out, when they turn 18, 21, whatever the age that is, they have a positive You know, a good credit score and a good credit history uh, versus you know starting from the from the bottom, if you will.
4: Mm. What's that? Can I follow up with that? What's that age? Because there's a lot of fallacies out there where they say you can add your children as authorized users. So what's that? It is.
5: Yep, you would need to talk to your financial institution about that. I've seen as young as sixteen, though. So, you definitely want to speak with your whoever your credit card uh, carrier is, ask them what that minimum age is for the authorized user, and definitely look to set them up that way.
1: All right, that's dope. All right, Big Herm, what you got, dog? Because so before you ask, though, it, it's, it's funny you said that because I thought we were out of the age of uh, parents putting their kids on their bills and uh, putting the bills in kids' names. I, I forgot that you could still do that. My mother did that to me, and I thought I was running things like, ah, what, really? I'm in middle school. That don't mean nothing. Silly
2: nut. Herm, what you got? How you doing, Miss Tracy? Wonderful. Uh, nice How you doing, Nice to talk Herm? with you today. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, So, I'm in a lot of uh, different Facebook groups that talk about credit, right? Okay. And I'm not going to, pre- I'm, I'm going to be the first to admit that um, when it comes to credit I don't know a lot I'm, I'm right now like in the baby stages of trying to make sure I'm doing the right thing right yeah. so when I when I, re- I read something that somebody said uh, credit is a fraud it's a myth we don't need credit cash is king and so I'm, I'm reading this and I'm reading the back and forth conversations that the people are having and I'm sitting here mm-hmm. thinking well not a lot of people got that kind of cash and just buy a house like that. So what are they exactly. really saying? So have you come across that where pe- people are saying credit is just a fraud? We don't really need credit. You know, that's 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 somebody else's game. And can you speak to that? Absolutely. Um
5: when you say the word fraud um meaning just something that's, that's not really needed is that what you that's
1: mean not, <laughs> yeah right, right because okay, exactly. you, right, right because be, because you know okay. tracy there's uh individuals and to herm's point there's individuals that say well you don't need credit and it's just a scam just to get good credit however there's a such thing as buying power and i don't buying think power. individuals know that but go yeah. ahead you can speak on that
5: Exactly. So you're you're absolutely correct. Um, When I think about credit, um, I think people have a bad uh, perception of credit because it was abused. It's been abused for so many years. If you use the credit the way it's intended to be used, you're able to leverage other people's money. I call it OPM. And that allows you to open up other doors that like you said, your cash won't get you in. So like you already alluded to Herm, unless you're gonna be paying $200,000 for a home, you're going to need credit. Right? You might have the cash flow to, to be able to afford that mortgage, but there's, those lenders still wanna see a credit score of a certain number. And that number is about 680 to 700 right about now post COVID. So if you don't have the credit score plus the cash, i.e. down payment, um, closing costs, uh, be able to afford the mortgage, you're going to need your credit, you know? So the thing about it, I think we weren't really taught about how credit works, well, you know how to like i tell them, you know how to play the game and know the rules of the game you can play the game and win
2: hey so you know the is. rules of mm. credit
5: you can mm. play the game and you can have it and leverage your credit just like um seth alluded to so and play is not a bad thing and, and, you have to learn how to use it properly
1: yeah and i love that and, and that makes a lot of sense and i think ultimately what we're expl- or understanding now is it's about educating yourself. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? But someone gave a, a good uh, question. Erica, as a matter of fact, shout out to you and everyone else that's um, tuned in. Thanks for those questions. So what is the myth or is it a myth that constantly checking your credit score will lower it? right now yeah. because if you think about it you have all three type of credit you know uh what is it bureaus, bureaus. right bureaus. that you that you can check so does it lower your credit score by you checking it or is it just the other way around uh credit lenders
5: exactly it's the other way around so when lenders do a credit check on you they are trying to apply for a home or a car a credit card those are considered hard increase and yes, um, those do affect your score. But, you know, if you're doing one or two, it doesn't really affect it. But if you're going out, like you look like you're desperate for credit and you're trying to, you know, go here, there, and everywhere to apply for credit, that does send a red flag to the creditors that you're, that you're, you're desperate for credit. You want to be very strategic when you are having your credit pulled. Um, I know when I was 20, just coming to the military, I think I had about 10 different department store cards did not know about credit. I just knew, oh, well, hey, Ms. Amron Davis, you opened up a a Victoria's Secret credit card today, you're gonna get 10% off your purchase. Oh, okay, well, let's do it. And I did it, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, Seth, that was the lack of education. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, so we're just trying to change that narrative and start educating people on how finances work, how credit works, so people can make a more, a better informed decision um, going forward.
0: Mm. Yeah, but as far
5: as you pull your own credit like through Credit Karma or Credit Sesame, those do not count against your credit score at all that's just a, a soft inquiry,
4: okay. it doesn't have
5: any bearing on your yeah.
4: score no, that makes she sense. was uh, telling stories, Seth. I didn't want her to tell her story about herself, Mine's was cell phones, I don't know if anybody remembers back when you used to get a cell phone and you had to go do the credit check Yeah, so I went to every cell phone company, <laughs> Sprint Cellular, (laughs) I mean, whoever, uh, Nextel, all of them and was like, hey, you know, I want a cell phone. And by the end, it was like, you know, you go through five different, one, five, six different cell phone carriers. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, yeah, your credit score is, um, which I ain't going to say the number. And
1: I ah, you had 150. Yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs>
4: <That's> <laughs> mm. I, I just remember it was so, they were just like, nah. And then I remember it was, what it was, Singular? Sing- mm-hmm. Singular. Singular, the old at t Yeah, Singular. Name. They were like, yeah, we can get you in. It's no problem. It's just $500 deposit. I was like. Five hundred. Where? uh. Mm. so so mm. the only
1: one you could get was the back in the day Obama phone, right? On I hey, Will, Jay Will, uh, not Jay Will. Hey, Will, what you got, brother? Before you before oh, you go end, ahead.
5: Ask a question. Let me piggyback on what Jay was the Jay Will was saying
0: mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. when you mentioned about the deposit, right? So you think about this. Credit is everywhere we go. That three digit number really does affect a lot um, when it comes to opportunities. So, like you're saying, the lower your credit score is, the higher that deposit is gonna be for whatever it is you're trying to you know to obtain. In your case, your situation of cell phone, you have to go when you go to Sprint or ATT, if you have a poor score, they're gonna want a higher deposit from you. So it really would be very advantageous for us to get a better score so that we don't have to worry about those down payments and those high interest rates.
3: Awesome. Okay. So so Tracy. Uh-huh. I got so many different things I'm going to be throwing your way, but I'm, only, I'm going to break this down to two. Okay. So, you know, the different agencies that you can get on online to do these monthly pulls of your score, like MyFICO. Mm-hmm. Can you provide some feedback on your opinion about those sites and the accuracy of the numbers and information they provide?
5: Sure. Now, the MyFICO, or I should say MyFICO score is the more... Um, valid score, I would say, the more accurate score when it comes to FICO. But as you know, there's like, I don't know, there's over 20 different FICO scores, okay? Yeah. So when it comes to that, you wanna, if you're, say first you're gonna go for a home a mortgage lender, you can ask them what credit bureau do they pull when it comes to the their, their mortgage loans. Sometimes they pull all three, uh, but sometimes they just work with just one. But find out what that FICO range score that they're using so you can kind of be better equipped to have the better score for what they're looking for. But the FICO is definitely the better way to go. So the MyFICO, of course, you can dot, dot .com, you can get your FICO score that way. Um, the other ones like Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, those types of sites, those are affiliate type of marketing sites. Um, they definitely do provide some information for you and some really, really good history on your credit. Um, but when it comes to the credit score, that's actually considered what we call a Vantage score. And most creditors don't want that. They want your FICO score. Um, so you wanna be aware of what both of those scores are, if you will, but just know that the FICO score is more accurate and what the, the lender's gonna want more from you, the FICO versus the Vantage.
1: Okay, hold on, hold on one minute. One minute. So before we get too deep into the the, the credit um, and everything, it's kind of making me hungry. I don't know about y'all, uh, maybe because I just didn't eat. But Tracy, you do know about Kevlar's Grill, don't you? Yes, the one in the BFW. You right? So, ladies and gentlemen, we about to talk about. Hey, oh, ke- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know, Kevlar's Grill is another sponsor of ours. Right, right. Inside the VFW, Scott VFW, outside the back gate, post 4183. Listen, the food is outstanding, and they give military discount. The food is great, so make sure you give them a call. They have Grubhub, 618-416-5700. Right on next. We also have Miss Monique Slater ladies and gentlemen. She is retired chief as well 28 years getting it in in San Antonio. Look if you going to San Antonio or in San Antonio or just need some help getting a home. Her and her team has got it down to a science. They can help you get a house in 6 hours ladies and gentlemen six Six hours hours. yeah straight up so i highly encourage y'all give her a call her number direct number two one zero two three seven seven two six eight right on right on all right go ahead big uh let me see Jay, will you have something what you got brother oh
4: yeah baby i was just reading the live and then uh so one that i used to have as well Uh, Ms. Wilson, it looks like. So you know I got to pick on that one. (laughs) Uh, Ms. Wilson was asking, is it true that closing out unused accounts negatively impacts your credit?
5: It does. When you think about it, you have a positive trade line that you've been paying on for, the let's say five, 10 years. Once you close that account, there's no longer any type of history being accumulated. So you really want to be able to be um, very, I say selective when it comes to closing accounts. Now I do say that if, you're, if your card has like, like an annual fee or if you're being charged some crazy administrative fees for having a card, I would definitely look to probably close those cards if you have another card to replace that, that line of credit. So you have a 100 say you got a thousand dollar credit card and that one has a fee of $50 every year, but you have another one that's maybe $2,000 that you've had just as long with no annual fee. I would definitely suggest that you recommend that you close that one that does have the annual fee because it doesn't make no sense for you to pay for a card that you don't have to pay for when you have one that you don't have an annual fee on. But when you close those accounts, yes, sir, it does, it does, it stops your credit
4: history. So be it
5: selective just, when you're closing those accounts.
4: It definitely sounds like you was touching on some debt to income as well. Uh, yeah, ratios in there. So you but you was kind of dancing around it. So you want to hit on that point because you was like, hey, uh, you know, if this card has a fifty dollar fee, you're right. It, depending on cause because honestly this answer has so many levels to it, right? Sure. When you when you're thinking about it, you'll say, well if this fee is fifty dollars but it's got a thirty thousand dollar credit limit, maybe I don't want to close that that card to open up a two thousand dollar one. So exactly. do you want to kind of touch on that a debt to income as well with that?
5: Sure, sure. Um, so the debt-to-income ratio is definitely important when it comes to um, looking to be a homeowner. That's usually kind of where it kind of comes into play. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to see, you want to make sure that your income that you have coming into your home does not exceed, if you will, what you have going out in expenses. So they want to make sure that debt-to-income ratio is going to be low. I want to say it's like 30% or something like that. Um, Thirty to fifty percent. When you get with your mortgage lender, they'll let you know exactly what that number needs to be. Uh, they don't want to make. They want to make sure that you're not going to outstretch yourself and kind of live above your means, if you will. So that DTI, debt to income ratio, is very important um, when it comes to you looking to get some financial freedom, if you will, and be able to free up some money to be able to get those assets that you're actually, you know, wanting to to to, to, to obtain. It's all about assets and liabilities. We want more assets mm-hmm. than we want than we have liabilities.
2: All right. All right. Um, okay. Hey, so Herm, Big Herm, what you got, bro? Yeah. So to, check, to piggyback a little bit off of what Will said, I just have a comment and then I got a question. Okay. Like credit karma, man, that's the biggest gas up. Because Wait, so I credit car- looking at my credit card and I saw this number. I was like, oh, it's time to refinance my car. Because I got jipped when I signed up for that car because I didn't know much about credit. So I was that mean that signed up for a high interest rate. So when I saw that credit karma, I walked up into the banks all swaggy. I like hey, I'm re- I'm here to refinance. I need to talk to somebody. Get somebody <laughs> over here. And then when they told me my other score, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, set, <laughs> hey, shut your ass up real I quick, know. didn't it? <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> sat down. Maybe, maybe, maybe that. Credit Karma's <laughs> name after that. But anyway, um, so somebody asked in the comments. It says what? do, And we talked about it a little bit, but it says he asked, what do I need credit for if I pay cash for everything? So outside of like houses and <laughs> big purchases. What would a person need credit for if they are paying cash for everything? Really, the the big answer, the,
5: the the immediate answer to that is really nothing. Uh, but like I said, if, unless you're going to you know drop some money down for your investment properties, you know, um, or of course any type of land you're trying to account, uh, obtain or a home or a car or boat, whatever those those types of things are, you don't need to have credit. So if they if they can just go off your off your cash cash flow alone by all means go right ahead, um, but if if you're trying to level up and you know like i try trying to say buy up the block, you're gonna need some credit. You wanna leverage mm-hmm. other people's money. You know I'm not mm-hmm. trying to work for the rest of my life. I want to be able to have some passive income, have some residual income, to where I'm gonna be able to leverage that and and be and have that you know fuel my lifestyle. So unless you know they're wanting to pay cash for everything, then by all means, you don't have yeah. to have credit. You really don't.
1: Hey Spence, you don't I'm have of money
5: management skills to be able to acquire those nice things that they're wanting to have. So they need they need to have credit.
1: So but I think go- a lot
5: of people are very taboo about credit because they weren't taught about.
1: Credit. And that's the deal, and and that's what no. we're trying to do, trying to connect those dots Absolutely. now. Hey, Big Will, uh, Spence, go ahead, man. What you got?
3: Hey, Miss Tracy. Mm-hmm. So. I've had a lot of airmen in my time and something I catch is they get here. They don't have a vehicle. This account for teenagers, too. But when they go there and they sign that application to run their credit, how many different lenders is that company going to send that loan to to see if they can get you approved? So although you sign one form, you can end up with seven pools on your credit.
5: So they answer that question as many as they need to to give them that loan. <laughs> and that's the sad part about it. So that's one thing I try to educate my clients on now is get pre-approvals. You can go to your, your credit union. You can go to your bank and get a pre-approval so they can let you know exactly how much they're going to be able to lend you. So guess what? You could be like her and walk into that, that car dealership. I have a pre-approval. You're not going to have me spend more than this, you know, and I already have my interest rates and this is what I want. You can go in there. You can go in there being a boss with that pre-approval letter, versus like you said, having poor credit, not knowing where your credit really is, and then taking the risk of them running your credit report, you know, several times. So they're gonna run it until they really can get you into that vehicle. You, you know what? Add up to multiple, you know, inquiries.
1: You know what, Trace? You mm-hmm. said something that made some sense because what? I remember that feeling having a pre-approved uh, uh, check in my hand. Sure. You talking about walking with some big old. <laughs> Feeling good about myself, right? Listen, Thanks. hey, hey, look, hey, hey, Herm, check it out. Hey, so I had this check in my pocket. You did? Now, I knew what I wanted. I, I knew how much it cost. So I'm like, hey, listen, uh come over here for a minute. I, I think I like this. Okay, well, well, look, let, let's go and run some things. No, I'm straight. I got the money. I think I want this. And yeah. then they said, well, okay, well, this is how much it will be. now. Nah. Then not only did I have buying power, I had haggling power. So, so what I did was I had a conversation with the dude. I said, listen, you have a chance right now to get commission. You telling me you got to go and go talk to somebody. I know you ain't got nobody to talk to. All right, you know how they do. I write back, let me go see what my manager right. say. You ain't talking to nobody, stupid. Check it out. Let, let's, right. just, let's, let, let's cut the crap, right? I got this check, what it is. What do you think he did? He took the check. You feel what I'm exactly. saying? So going back to that point, what you have yep. to, you know, what do you need credit for? Hey, it gives you that buying power and leverage too. It, it gives does, you leverage. The
5: leverage. It's all about the leverage. Mm-hmm.
4: That's huge. Yeah. And
5: I'm all about yeah. leveraging other people's money. <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh <laughs> wait. I want to piece, I want to keep piecing together some of the stuff that you're saying over over all of our questions. Um, because looking at Miss Monique's comment, she's she's saying I'm buying a fourplex and I don't have 750K. So going back to one of the comments you made earlier, it's it's not about <laughs> building credit to get liabilities. It's about getting credit to get assets, Yes,
0: sir. you know,
4: yes, and what you said already, yes, <laughs> you know what I mean, throughout the thing. So you're not talking about, hey, I want you to go financial rims, guys, because you got this
0: high credit score. Right. I want you to go. <laughs> no,
4: I want sir. you to go finance uh, this TV from Best Buy because they got an 85 inch now. You know, you're talking right. about Changing generational mindset. wealth. You're talking yep. about building credit as a foundational start to get those assets to then pass on or even get that passive income. So now i putting words in your mouth, so I want you to, no, no. But, I'm, but I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm like, it's yeah, on. I'm putting it together because mm-hmm. it is really about those assets. And that's that fallacy with credit is get, get a high credit score. So then I know I was going to get the Dodge Charger RT, but now I'm gonna get the Hellcat because now I got a better credit score. You know what I'm saying? But but it's not about that. So no. go ahead, follow up with that. And then I, I I really want you to touch on that point, like the importance okay. of credit. You know, sure. for assets.
5: But that you made it. You you really summarized that very well. I thank you for that. It's really about changing the mindset. It's really about just breaking those generational curses and giving people a different perspective on how to look at money, credit, money management, and just educating ourselves. You know. You know, as the, the word said, we perish for a lack of knowledge. We have to be able to knowledge, arm ourselves with the knowledge, first of all. Um, and it's very important for us to change that, that, that narrative. It's not all about what can help me right now, but how about my children's children? You know, the generations that are coming um, after me, what can I do to build that on that legacy for my children and their children? So it's really important for us to just kind of have that dialogue, continue to educate those that are willing to be educated. Everybody wants to be educated, I'm finding that out. Um, But the mission does still continue, of course, for us our financial literacy uh, platform. It's all about, like you said, just having those assets and being able to leverage things to be able to, in my words, buy the block.
1: All right, Big Will,
3: what you got? Miss Tracy, I'm quite sure this going to hit everybody in the audience because somebody didn't experience this. When you have that old item on your credit history that has been passed down from company to company where they're buying debt, you got something from 97 and it's 2020 and it's still popping red on your credit. Yeah. How do you get rid of those items on your credit?
5: Well, first of all, let me say you're very correct in that because everybody probably has some old items on their credit report, and that's why we definitely are able to assist by with leveraging the of Fair Credit Reporting Act. Um, but with that, what happens is if you if you have an item on your credit report, and say for instance that that collection agency makes contact with you, and you pretty much validate the debt, that restarts your clock. So mm. when it, when creditors are calling you or if they're calling, I'm not saying you per se. Um, But if you get those calls, you want to say, send it to me in writing. You don't want to validate any debt over the phone because when you do, that that restarts the clock as far as the time of when it's supposed to be able to be disputed and deleted off your credit report. So um, to kind of piggyback on that though, old items on your credit report for collection agencies are passed down. They do sell that credit for pennies to the dollar all the time when you choose not to pay your credit your debt, I should say. So when they do that, those collection agents are trying to be able to gain anything they can. They can just get $5 from you. That's better than nothing because they just they bought it from us to nothing. But when they do that though, you have no obligation with that creditor, with that collection company. You had the agreement with that creditor, with that credit card company, not the collection agency. So think about that when, if and when you are looking to dispute um, collection items that are on your credit report. They have no authority to collect from you at all. You know what? Um, I'm
1: glad you okay. said something because um, when I was younger, I had that issue. And, you know, like Jay Will talking about with the cell phones. And mm-hmm. one collector called me and, and had an attitude. As a matter of fact, he was trying to get ignorant. He was like, yo, look, I know you got the money. I'm like, mother talking to like right. for real it was a credit uh collection he was Delicious. like look he, he was like look man he was like look uh i do know people i'm no i'm not lying y'all this dude calling me look you want my money oh, wow. all right now i was like an a1c or whatever forgot to bill yeah. or whatever just didn't care you know what i'm <laughs> talking about I, i'm trying to floss or whatever but this dude called me like look hey look what, what you trying to do look you, we know we know where you stay at I mean he was really no kidding threatening wow. me over like $75 you know wow. what I'm saying but hey I don't know maybe that's just my experience hey Big Herm what you got bro
5: no it does happen though oh it does let me let me, uh, let me piggyback on that real quick okay so you think about it when you have a poor when I say poor when you have well a good credit score to a poor credit score think about it they ask you for references right you know why
3: they don't trust you Right, because
1: they don't trust right, you, they too wanna young. Know where
5: they, they wanna know where you're gonna be. So and and wanna they know how to get
1: you. The car, yeah. They
5: know where to find you. Mm-hmm. So you think about that. I thought I learned that when, and since I've been in this, in this business and this company is that when they ask those three references, those are typically the people that are closest to you or your friends, or your, maybe your parents, and then maybe your, one of your close friends. So if you default on that loan, they know where to find you so they can come take that car. So be mindful of that. Yeah. If like you have a high credit score, you can come
1: in there and sign and drive, right? Right. Exactly. Hey, so look, shout out to everybody that's out there that's giving, you know, other people names and everything. Listen, they don't want them calling. You right? It looks at least give them somebody that don't really exist. Give them somebody that's dead or something like that. Cause if right. they call my crib asking me about your money, I'm gonna have an attitude with them. Then I'm coming and hollering at you. Hey Big Hern, what right. you got, dog?
2: so coming up you know i didn't really get talked to about credit much you know matter right. of fact i probably didn't get talked to about credit at all my first experience was credit was just like a lot of people in the military is that star card which oh, i right. abused like a mug you know Ooh, i was buying everything up as soon as i came in so um, where like for the people that's listening you know that talk to their kids what is the first steps that people should know about establishing credit we know like it's people say pay your bills on time What are some of the easy, good ways, pretty safe ways that people should know about establishing credit?
5: Yeah, good question, good question. I think before establishing credit, we have to kind of talk about financial management, just being able to manage money. Um, A checkbook, being able to balance a checkbook, Um, understanding the debits and credits, how it works. You know, you, you put money into the, you know, your account, you're able to draw money out, just like the basics with that. Then you can definitely graduate up to credit and explain to them how it does work. You think about it, your credit score is like a pie chart. right? So the first 35% of your score is based on your on-time payments. Like you said, you pay your bills on time. You know, you have a debt, you need to pay it, right? Pay it on time. Then the next 30% is your utilization. So what that means is, you are not to exceed 30% of your limit. So like you said, and like I did too, when I first came in, I had a $1,000 credit limit. What did I do? I charged $1,000 not knowing that that was going to drop my score, okay? So you have a $1,000 credit card. Your 30% threshold is $300. You're not to exceed $300. So who does that as an A1C? Nobody. <laughs> not me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nobody. But that's exactly, that's what I said earlier. If you know the rules of the game, you can play it and win. So if you know is that, you've known that you wouldn't have exceeded 30% because you want your score to, you know, you want to have a good credit score. Okay. Then the next 50% is actually your like a credit, a good credit mix, if you will. They want to be able to see that you can actually manage different types and different lines of credit. So most people can kind of can take care of a $300 credit card bill with no problem. But what about a mortgage? What about a car loan? They want to see a nice mixture uh, of credit. And then the next 10% of course is just kind of like your, um, the, the inquiries, of course, and then your new credit, like you said before, when you pay off a loan, you wanna be able to replace that if you don't have another trade line to kind of keep that credit history going. You wanna be able to have new, new credit every 12 to 18 months because most creditors go back 12 to 18 months when they pull your credit report to look at your history. Wow. Um, to kind of follow up with that question though, it's just a matter of just, like you said, breaking the generational curses, of course, and being able to educate our children at a younger age about how credit works, because credit is a really a wonderful thing, and it can open up a lot of great doors and opportunities when you do have the credit. But the best way to just to do it is to talk about it. Just kind of know what those facts are. Let them know not how not to abuse credit. Let them know how the how your credit scores are actually calculated, and then be able to kind of manage it from there.
1: Okay. Well, look before we go into any more, y'all. First, I want to let y'all know to give a call if y'all have a number or not a number. If you have a question, call us at 618-792-6747 on Alliance Den. But last but not least, we're talking about good credit. And what is one thing you can do to keep good credit? Put the damn shovel down and not building more credit. You get what I'm <laughs> saying? So one of the things that I'm, I'm pro, uh, promoting is the Physicians Management Services. What they do is they help you to get skills in the medical field without going into debt. Student loans, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so their number is 618 825 eight two five eight one. Seven, three, and they will help you out with everything, getting that information and learning how to uh, be a medical assistant in any type of medical field. And also, they're starting their uh, cohort, not the cohort, but they're starting their training virtually online. So if you can hear my voice right now, you can contact them and get this skill virtually. All right. And then if finance is an issue, you give them a call and they're actually helping out with finance. So so again, with your finances, so again, call the Physicians Management Services. One more time, the number six one eight, eight two five, eight one seven three, 618-825-8173, ladies and gentlemen. So again, if you're not trying to go into debt with these student loans, stop it. You dig what I'm saying? Stop it, all right? Big Herm, what you got? Yeah, go
2: ahead. So, um, so my question to you is, uh, what is some of the biggest myths or some of the common trends that you run into when talking to people about credit, what are people most uh, misinformed about?
5: Question, um, I think one of the biggest uh, myths is that um, negative items have to stay on your credit report for like seven to 10 years. That's probably one of the biggest ones, like bankruptcies, foreclosures, public records, I should say. At the end of the day, anything that is on your credit report that's not accurate, uh, in, in erroneous or outdated, under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, you as a consumer, you have rights to be able to dispute those items for deletion. So we have to get out of that mindset of we have to wait seven to ten years because you don't. You have this. Is why it's very important for people to look at their credit reports to know what's being reported because four out of five credit reports do contain errors. Okay, so you can go to that um, myannualcreditreport.com get your annual credit report for free and be able to know what's on your credit report so that you can have that, Seth was kind of alluding to before. You know what's on there, so it won't be a surprise to you when you do go to that car dealership or go to that lender um, trying to get some credit. Um, But that's one of the biggest myths I think we do have um, that that's out there uh, when it comes to credit.
3: Awesome, awesome. Trace, it's your boy Will again. Yep. So earlier you were alluding to when you have those people that buy that that debt that you don't owe them anything, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, you say you can hang the hell up on them when they call you. Basically, right? All <laughs> right, cool. So I want to clarify that for my audience that's listening, you just hang the hell up. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the next thing is you remember we had that big issue with payday loans and Ooh, that high yeah. interest rate? Yeah. So those pitfalls that get people in that big big financial hole, and then they look at consolidation. It doesn't change the amount of debt that you owe, but people think that's a good way to go. So can you speak to mm. why you should not go that way and then some other alternatives that you can do to get yourself out of that situation?
5: Sure, that's a really good question. Um, I remember them pay their loans Woo, back in Lackland. Yeah, Emery Davis. I think I they knew me by name, I think. Um, but God, thank God for grace and mercy and education and some maturity.
1: <laughs> you was out of line with it.
3: You was out of line with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! One by yourself.
5: One by exactly. I know I wasn't the only one. Um, but but yeah, when it comes to um, you know, like you said, just kind of going to that debt consolidation, you, you hear mixed mixed reviews on that as well. Um, I think at the, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. If that's the best situation for you at that time for debt consolidation, by all means, go ahead and do that. Um, but now as times are changing you can go to credit unions, they have like a transfer credit card that you can just kind of transfer your debt from all your debt to one credit card and then just make that one payment to that credit card. That would be able to eliminate the debt consolidation, the stigma of having a debt consolidation loan because what that looks like to lenders sometimes is that you get all this debt, you couldn't manage it and then you decide to you know, do a debt consolidation. Which you know, it kind of—I really—I think it's a 50/50 kind of thing for that. I really do. Um, like I said, it's the best thing for you. Go ahead and do that. There's nothing wrong with it. It just can really have a, a negative impact on your credit, on your overall credit. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like going back to our original, you know, statement, it's about financial management. It's about the education. It's about living below your means, you know, until you can kind of level up. So I think we can kind of nip it in the bud if we just kind of get back to the basics, if you will, um, and just educate the people on financial financial literacy and how it really works and be able to manage the money much better.
1: Yo, Did so- Did that answer your question? Yo, yes, that, that yeah. answers a lot of questions in, 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 in between that. Jay Will, what you got?
4: Man, so uh, like you said, y'all invited me from UMU, so I'm gonna come bring a little UMU in here and hit them with a the UMU question, because I'm gonna hit Herm and Will first. And then, and then I'm gonna go over to our expert with it. So uh, at the end of our lives, man, I like to ask this question every time to every person, um, because I feel like we all like matured a little bit from what we knew in the past, and particularly pertaining to this subject of credit. Um, now, I want, I want y'all to try to think back. Now, Will, I know you owe you my man, 100 <laughs> grand. So I want you to try, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go back, and then you as well with our expert, Go back, you just got off the bus from tech school. First first assignment, well, we probably didn't get off the bus, we went whatever, plane, whatever, train, pigeon, dropped you off, whatever. <laughs> um, and that person just got off the bus. You can go back and tell that person one thing. That's it, one. I'm gonna start off with you, Herm, not per- particularly on this subject of credit, you can go back and tell yourself one thing, you just arrived to your first duty station, and then we'll, and then if we could. Matter of fact, since since she's our guest self, if you don't mind, I'ma change it up a little bit. I'ma give her two things. I'ma give her two things that she can tell herself when she gets to her first base. Right on. Fair enough? Yeah.
2: All right, All right Herm, man, what you that's, got? That's a good question, man. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that I would tell myself is
4: no, it's not Guess one of the things. You could just say one. <laughs> <go> are,
0: back.
1: <laughs> See, <laughs> yo, because that's, yeah, what, that's, that's what happened.
2: Y'all do on yo, that's. that's you doing the dance? <laughs> y'all just Both changed the
1: rules. <laughs> 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 hey, so hey, hey, yo,
2: different show, bro. We get to end oh, different. Okay, fair enough, <laughs> but no, we so. go here. Yes. The, the most important thing I would tell myself is, just because you got the money, don't mean you have to spend it. You know what I'm saying? Message. It seemed like every since, as soon as I got paid, I was looking for ways to empty my bank account out. Like I hated my money or something like that. You know what I mean? So I knew nothing about credit at all. You know, I just knew that if I had a credit card that was more money that I could spend, you know? So that's what I would tell a young Herman Brown when he first caught off the bus. Like, look, put some of that stuff away, you know? So I'll be in a better place today if I listen to that.
0: Mm.
3: awesome. So for me, if I can go back and tell myself one thing, getting off that bus or that plane, it was a bus that takes food on the Shepard Air Force Base, is to save your money. Everybody that you're trying to impress, don't give a damn because you are responsible for what's in your account and what you're willing to do. So if I had that one thing, it would be to save your money.
1: Oh, that's real good. I, and I'll be real quick too. Okay. Um what mine would be, um, marry up you dig m-a-r-r-y marry up so like her credit is your credit (laughs) hey be careful Young buck, and then I slide off in the back. And you dig what I'm saying, Lord? Because hey, you do learn, so marry up. You feel me? So not
2: the girl from
1: the boom boom room. <laughs>
0: Yo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, listen. She, hey, some 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 people don't understand what the word credit means until it's time. You dig? So, but go ahead, Tracy, but, what you got? But let me hit on Will, because I oh. want to
4: ask you a question on that comment, Will, that you said was was um trying to keep up with certain people, right? So how many of them people you still deal with today that you was trying to impress back then?
3: Actually, it was I still deal with about five
4: people from my test school back then. And that's true, that's, I mean, that's that's a lot.
5: Yeah, that's awesome, yeah.
4: yeah but, I, so. but, but what I mean is is like when you think about how much you spent based on that number, five is not a lot, you know, because really you going out, you know, you, I'm trying to put that point out there for the young ones. I know we we feel old, you know, whatever, whatever. But Will, I know you came across a lot of people in your lifetime, uh, myself Almost included. Good. And and to say like five is the number, it's, it's you know, I, I want to put out that point because like trying to trying to stay up with people that you probably not gonna deal with in the next five to ten years.
1: Bro, keeping up with the and Joneses, sure they they, they move. Are. Yeah, they, they move. They moved years ago. But yeah, so what you got, Tracy, what you think?
5: Yeah. So those were all good. Um, I know I can't repeat any of those. Um, but I think for me, I remember back when I was same thing, Shepherd Air Force Base, um, back in no, nah, 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 nah. yeah. Duh. I remember <laughs> y'all did the math. Y'all the math. Well, yeah, what's that? <laughs> uh, I remember I remember some airmen even back then um, had bought houses. They, they bought houses back when they were like 20 years old. But like you said I think that also came from them being taught at the, you know at a younger age, you know, about acquired assets. So I would definitely tell Aaron Davis to be like, girl, buy you a house. Like have that investment property already there. Allow that investment property to field, or I should say field or fund your lifestyle. Because that's kind of where I am now, all these years later, we're having passive income, residual income, um, and being able to, to leverage that, that investment property. But I think that'd be one of the things is just to invest. Do investment at an earlier age, a young age, uh, and then two, like you said before, just live within my means, you know, I wasn't necessarily trying to impress anybody. I just wanted to be flat, you know? So, um, I just know that, you know, I made money. It was just me. I didn't have any children. I wasn't married, you know? So I was definitely like just a free spirit, you know, but I would definitely look to be like a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, I won't say control, but just a little more, um, Aware of of the future that I'm trying to build for myself, so definitely look more like a big picture, I would say, versus just having a tunnel vision of what I was going through that particular day. Mm-hmm. Um, Yola of uh, where I want to see myself in 10, 15 years.
1: You know what, Tracy, that makes a lot of sense. And, hey, Will, Jay, Will, I want to thank you, too, for asking that question. I'm going to read a couple of yeah. the comments because just individuals giving their uh, giving their ideas or, or what they would have said, like Miss Lily okay. Wilson said, invest early, right? Yeah. Um, someone else said, um, what is it? it? They said that, um, oh, so utilities, you need good credit. Right, good credit unless a down payment for utilities. Never knew that, yes. but that makes yes, sense. Okay, know. and Spence, one of my uh, or close friends, Spence Wilkins, he says, and he's over in Korea, I believe, right now. He says, tell people to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, just pay your bills, and, and you know <laughs> what makes it so bad? Look, it, it's something so small, but so with but but when you're dealing with life and you are out there kicking and everything, you you say in the back of your mind, hey, it's the first and fifteenth. I got it. Right. but they creep up on yeah, your ass, see? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: You make a good point with that one. That's good.
1: Mm. Mm. But yeah, you know what's people think
5: to... if you just pay your bills on time, you're going to have good credit. That's not true. That's only 35% of your score. Mm. I was just going to ask
1: you about that. Yeah.
5: You know Which what I mean? So, you gotta, yeah, you got to pay your bills. It's a big chunk of it, but the 65% of the rest of your score that needs to be compiled as well. And then with that, even when you think about it like that, you know, you still have to have credit to establish credit. <laughs> See? <You> know, so <laughs> you know, it's like a double—it's like a double-edged sword. You're like, I don't have credit. I'm trying to establish credit. You don't get approved for it. You know? Then it's like, okay, when you have poor credit, it's almost like it's having no credit because you still can't get approved for anything. Um, that's why it's important for us to probably do the authorized users because there are a lot of places that don't—they really don't. Um, Cater to those uh, first-time credit people, like people that just don't that are trying to establish credit. Mm-hmm. So you definitely mm-hmm. want to make sure you come, you know, do a, a pre-approval type of thing, um, or kind of know kind of institutions that kind of cater to uh, new creditors, like new first-time having credit type of uh, individuals, and then go that route to establish your credit.
1: Okay, well, look, we got one question. I want to get one question from uh, the live, and then we can start to wrap up, team. But one okay. question, Miss Monique Slater says, "Shout out to you, ma'am." Boy, she actually said two things. She says she would try to tell you. She says try to tell your um, young airman, this is what she do to use that free BAH and buy a house. Dope, Absolutely. dope. But anyway, she said, yeah. "Tracy, can you educate people on what uh, for forbearance does to your credit, <laughs> and what is that?"
5: Oh wow. That's a good mm. question. She's asking me that
1: one. Oh no. Now see, now look, now look, when you come on the den, you either know what you're talking about, you <laughs> know, or you
5: don't. I so don't on a loan though, yeah. I'm not I don't really get into loans um per se. Um but a forbearance, um, that's something with to do with your loan. Um as far as um I really don't know all the ins and outs about that, Monique. I really do apologize for that. Um, but I'm not really sure about the specifics about how forbearance of a loan actually works. Uh, okay,
3: go so, ahead. So, forbearance of a loan is when you can't make your regular scheduled payment and you make a, an agreement with that company, but you still will incur interest over that period of time, and it's set for a certain time frame. But when you come back on, now you start to pay your regular scheduled payments. It's an option like with student loans and some companies deal with things like that but it's one of those things where you don't have enough money to cover the full bill it's where you won't get put into a negative status and take a hit on your credit
5: mm, okay oh i got you okay so it's kind of like
3: a, it's just kind of like put on the end of the line yeah the
5: dink against your credit
3: mm-hmm. so it won't put on the end you just won't have to pay that 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 type of bill It's like puts it on pause but you still pay the interest Mm. Oh. they
1: still get okay. the answers Okay. Well, look, okay. Miss Tracy. Well,
5: that's good to know. It is. I think, I'm glad she. I'm glad she asked that question because we don't know what we don't know. But guess what? If you don't ask the questions, you still won't know.
1: Exactly. So
5: now you know, in this COVID thing we got going on right now. A lot of uh, uh, corporations are definitely helping people out, giving them some type of financial relief, if you will. Not all, but a lot. So I think people. That's a very good point to kind of segue into that. Um, if you're having some difficulties with paying your bills, you know, or paying them on time or paying the full amount, reach out to your creditors, reach out to your landlords, reach out to your car, whoever you have your loans with and ask that those questions and see if they have some relief for you because the help is out there. People are not trying to have you to fall on your loan. So if they can help you out to kind of, you know, help you over, then I'm sure they will look to do that. So definitely look out and, re- and ask those questions.
1: Dope. For some help. Big Herm. What you got, man? Wrap it up. What you got for your final word?
2: Hey, first I want to thank you, Miss Tracy. Uh, It it's very informative for me. I want to send a shout out to the young people or the people that first come in the military. Don't be like me, man. Don't take your star card and try to get that chick Nintendo 64 on your star card saying No, look, look. They not going to get a Nintendo 64,
1: (laughs) bro. And (laughs) hey, (laughs) at least say a PS5 (laughs) or (laughs) something.
2: (laughs) They don't even (laughs) know what the, what? (laughs) Hey, and also vision. Out, <laughs> right. Hey, shout out to UJ Wheel man for coming on. Uh I've been watching you on UMU. I've been wanting you to come on here for the sole purpose so people can finally see what a light skinned person really looks like. You know what I'm saying?
1: Jesus because Christ. You, you know, know what? Look, 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 all right, so you, you done. You no, 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 you it's done. Brilliant you you, brilliant you done. I'm I'm about like,
2: to
4: got the light on. No. Damn boy. You yeah, know what? Hold it down at the beginning too with the with the ball so we can stick together and then he's gonna just come. you could have came at will he got
1: (laughs) you know what i don't know why even anyway hey uh spence what you got bro jesus christ
0: this dude
3: great great show tracy thank you for being on um definitely some informative sessions to be had in the future so we hope you come back hey herm hey man you still my dude man but thanks for being honest brother you you're a big piece to this this puzzle here at the den man by being transparent we all weren't perfect and we don't know what we don't know but being vulnerable i would say that's my last word never be too afraid to be vulnerable to say that you need help or to admit when you don't know something because if you do that for 20 years trust me it's gonna bite you in the ass in the end so learn early and learn to humble yourself and be able to attack the information and be able to be willing to receive it from somebody else that's been there, done that. But mm-hmm. hey, awesome show. See you next time.
4: All right, Jay Will, what you got, brother? Hey, so for me, just I appreciate y'all giving me the invite. I appreciate um, you as well, Tracy. I, I definitely some nuggets up in here. And, and I know I was listening. I'm, I'm sitting here writing, look, I don't want to show y'all my little no, <laughs> I'm writing my notes down because you also gave me some stuff to go back off my last question to go back on the military side and, um, and, and try to improve as well, because there's a reason. There's a subliminal reason why we all know about the star card, but mm-hmm. we don't know about VA benefits, right? Cause we're so yeah, and, and and and. Uh, so I just, just want to say thank y'all for letting me get on. Thank y'all for letting me uh, show. And shameless plug: UMU, uh, us mentoring us Facebook page. Man, come check us out on the live. Oh, okay. Uh, this this how we get down. Um it's the same we're military we're active duty but we have personal opinions and views and we have we have this same organic authentic talk so shameless plug for us uh but thank you to the lion's den as well uh thank you for having me on most definitely most definitely miss tracy
1: thank you ma'am so do you have any final words for anyone that credit score is in the eights or someone's one eight hundreds or in the in the teens any final <laughs> words you got
5: for them uh, well, first, I definitely want to say thank you, Seth, for having me on. It has been a pleasure hanging out with you guys here in the Lions Den. Um, I think I want to piggyback on what uh, Will said in reference to about the knowledge and just getting knowledge from anybody. If not well, not anybody. Those that have been where you're trying to go, I should say. Um, I like to say that knowledge is power, but applied knowledge is powerful. It's one thing to get the information and get the knowledge, but if you're not applying it it's not going to do you any good. So we want to make sure you're applying with the things that you are learning. Um, But other than that, I want to just say that I'm definitely here to assist anyone for their credit restoration, credit repair needs. Um, We do have rights as consumers, and we definitely help you leverage the the Fair Credit Reporting Act to be able to leverage those rights and get your credit reports cleaned up so that you can have a nice, healthy credit score. That three-digit, like I said, determines way too much for it to be in poor status. Um, So definitely hit me up if I can be of assistance to anyone.
1: And what's your number mm-hmm. for, for those that number, didn't see the yeah, didn't my see the information?
5: Is mm-hmm. um, I am on Instagram at I am Tracy Brown. I'm also on Facebook uh, as Tracy Brown.
1: All right, and you know what? Uh, and so, wow 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 so i would like to say to everyone that's watching right now understand where you are and to you know just to re-emphasize further re-emphasize the fact of um being humble, knowing what you don't know and doing the research because real talk, I bet you you know what an entanglement is. You dig? So put that same energy when it comes down to getting yeah, I said it and I can't stand something it. That's
3: but benefit you. Right, right. Something
1: that's gonna benefit you. And to get out of other folk business and get in your own <laughs> business, especially knowing where your credit is. And I will still reemphasize understanding. Hopefully you understand who you are joining with in holy matrimony. You dig. <laughs> That is a big issue. Have those conversations. Now, now, look, the first date. Hey, how you feeling? All right. What's your credit score? <laughs> no, maybe not yet. Maybe the second one, though. But there's some stuff you need to really get on out there. But listen, I want to say shout out to everyone that's watching. Share, share, share. And follow us. Thanks for the individuals that's brand new and for the individuals that's continuing to support us. We love y'all. We will see y'all very, very soon. All right. Be easy.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.TheBlackCollarMindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.